Joseph Smith Jr., the translator of this work, has shown unto us the plates of which hath been spoken, which have the appearance of gold. The Testimony of Eight Witnesses. Hey listeners, this is Neil from Book of Mormon Central, and today's podcast addresses the question, why was Peter Whitmer Jr. chosen to witness the gold plates? Shortly after Joseph Smith and Oliver Cowdery arrived at the Whitmer farm in Fayette in early June 1829, members of the Whitmer family desired Joseph to seek revelations on their behalf. Among them was Peter Whitmer Jr., who was 19 years old at the time, four years younger than the prophet. Through Joseph, the Lord told young Peter, The thing which will be the most worth unto you will be to declare repentance unto this people, that you may bring souls unto me, that you may rest with them in the kingdom of my Father. Soon thereafter, Peter was among the few baptized before the formal organization of Christ's restored church in April 1830. Like others in the Whitmer family, Peter may have assisted Joseph as he finished the translation of the Book of Mormon in the Whitmer home. At the end of June 1829, Peter was chosen to be among the eight witnesses who testified with words of soberness that Joseph has got the plates from which the Book of Mormon was translated. As the Book of Mormon was being printed, Peter stayed in Palmyra, likely to assist Hiram Smith and Oliver Cowdery in protecting the manuscript copies of the Book of Mormon. A few months after the church was organized, Peter was called to travel with Oliver Cowdery and to open your mouth to declare my gospel. Peter and Oliver were joined by recent converts Parley P. Pratt and Zeba Peterson on what became known as a mission to the Lamanites. Peter and the other missionaries entered into a solemn covenant to go to the Lamanites to assist in the glorious work and business of proclaiming glad tidings of great joy unto them by presenting unto them the fullness of the gospel. This mission proved consequential for the growth and progress of the church. For Peter, it was one of the earliest opportunities to go forth and publicly proclaim his witness of the Book of Mormon. In his own brief account of their travels, Peter simply stated that when preaching, we declared the Book of Mormon. Peter was also present and surely testified when Sidney Rigdon was first introduced to the Book of Mormon. Various sources indicate that Peter and Oliver specifically testified of their experiences seeing the plates. Together, their testimonies could pack a powerful one-two punch. Lyman White, for instance, remembered meeting the missionaries as he was about to leave on business of vital importance. Impressed by their good-natured persistence, he decided to stay and attend a meeting where the missionaries shared their message. White recalled, one testified that he had seen angels, another that he had seen the plates, and that the gifts were back in the church again. This combination of testimony captivated White, and he left the meeting much later than he anticipated and joined the church soon thereafter. As a result of the labors of Peter and his fellow missionaries, Ohio became the first gathering place of the church. As the church grew, Peter continued to bear witness of the Book of Mormon and the Latter-day Saint work. For example, at an October 1831 conference, Peter said, Ever since I have had an acquaintance with the writing of God, surely including the Book of Mormon, I have viewed eternity with perfect confidence. At this conference, Peter reportedly joined his fellow Book of Mormon witnesses in bearing their solemn testimony of the truth of that book with their right hands uplifted. Peter joined the rest of the Whitmer family in Missouri, where they and other saints sought to build up Zion. He faithfully endured the mob violence that drove them out of Jackson County in 1833. One woman who lived amid the saints in Jackson County in the 1830s later remembered Peter Whitmer as being among those testifying that they had seen the plates 
and had handled them with their hands. Tragically, Peter died in September 1836 of tuberculosis in Liberty, Missouri, just a few days before his 27th birthday. His brother-in-law and mission companion Oliver Cowdery wrote a touching tribute to Peter and his brother Christian Whitmer, who had passed away a year earlier. According to Oliver, Peter and Christian, Peter and Christian were the first to embrace the new covenant on hearing it, and during a constant scene of persecution and perplexity to their last moments, maintained its truth. They were both included in the list of the eight witnesses in the Book of Mormon, and though they have departed, it is with great satisfaction that we reflect that they proclaimed to their last moments the certainty of the former testimony. The testament is in force after the death of the testator. May all who read remember the fact that the Lord has given men a witness of himself in the last days, and that they have faithfully declared it till called away. Among the eight witnesses, only two were younger than Joseph Smith, his brother Samuel H. Smith, and Peter Whitmer, Jr. In fact, born in 1809, Peter was the youngest of all the Book of Mormon witnesses. What led to such a young man being selected for the important and sacred responsibility of being a witness? Why not choose someone older, more mature, established, and trusted in the community, such as Peter Whitmer Sr., the patriarch of the Whitmer family? Peter Whitmer Jr. must have displayed an impressive amount of maturity and faith to receive this special privilege and duty. Hints of this maturity are scattered throughout his brief years of church service before his untimely passing. First, the moment he met the prophet Joseph Smith, he desired an answer from God about that which would be of the most worth for him. And as a faithful young adult, he voluntarily stayed in Palmyra during the printing process to help secure the safety of the Book of Mormon manuscript, underscoring how important he considered its sacred words. The fact that Peter was also selected to participate in the fledgling mission to the Lamanites when the Lord could have chosen one of his older brothers illustrates that he had faith and maturity beyond his years, as have many missionaries who are likewise called today to serve the Lord under difficult circumstances. Peter dutifully fulfilled his charge, combining his testimony of the plates with Oliver's witness of angels to powerful effect among the people of Ohio. After his mission as a 21-year-old, he could testify in front of a large congregation that he looked to eternity with perfect confidence. His resolve in that regard was no doubt tested in the following years as he endured the persecutions of Missouri, while older, ostensibly more mature converts lost faith in the 1830s, Peter held fast to that which he knew to be true. His steadfast witness to the Book of Mormon through all these experiences proves that despite his youth, Peter Whitmer Jr. was indeed the right choice for inclusion among the eight witnesses. Peter is often overshadowed by his longer-living brothers David and John Whitmer, who held more visible leadership roles in the early years of the church. Yet all who read and love the Book of Mormon today should join Oliver Cowdery in reflecting with great satisfaction on the life and faithful testimony of Peter Whitmer Jr. Thank you for listening. For more information on the Book of Mormon, visit bookofmormoncentral.org and click on the Know Why tab.